0: You want to go, or should I?
1: You go. Because last, be, I, I, I listen.
0: I listened to the last one, and and we both went at the same time.
1: Okay, you and go. just
0: became really awkward.
1: Yeah, so you go. That will be fun. Okay,
0: I go. Well, you're gonna listen to to um, a group conversation, a sum up uh, of the third season with Helena. Slam and Bella and, and myself, Caspian. Yeah. That's, that's what's in the pipeline for you.
1: That's what's in the pipeline. And surprisingly, or maybe not so surprisingly, this also turned into a meandering conversation that took us to places that we might, or I definitely didn't think we would end up. Um, partly because... These group conversations are the only uh, conversations in this series where there's actually a bit of an agenda. There is uh, a topic to explore, which is the topic of being in the podcast and how that is and how what's the effect, etc. And still, the meanders are so welcome. Um, so, yeah, I and think... I think I- yeah, you go. Go, oh, you go.
0: <laughs> no, I think, I think they wouldn't be very interesting if we didn't have the meandering because if we didn't, it would just be a conversation about having a podcast that we record for the podcast. Um, and we ended up in some very interesting, me- on, on some very interesting meanders this time around. Yeah,
1: yeah. As always. So I hope everybody have, has a good time spending this next, well, one and a half hours or so with me, Caspian, Bella and Sla. Islam and Caspian who uh, is my, Caspian is my, kind of my pod producer you can say which sounds really fancy Uh, but saves me the hassle of doing the technical stuff that I'm just not interested in doing Uh, and Caspian very graciously helps me with this Um, and he also helps me With these group conversations, because I, for the two first seasons, I invited him in to kind of be, to facilitate the conversations, because these will be, uh, we're having two group conversations. So these will be a little bit more actually having a little bit of a purpose, even though it's, it's, it's quite meandering anyway, but the purpose of it is to kind of see what our experiences have been uh, over this season of, of conversations and if there's anything that comes from that kind of so there we go I kind of leave it leave it in Caspian's capable hands
0: my capable hands
1: yes very what if I left those hands. at
0: home I mean well
1: your home <laughs> <laughs> so- you're good to That's go.
0: That's true. <laughs> that was, uh, I mean, the the uh, the order that Helena has put in for for these uh, last episodes uh, from me um, has been um, to reflect upon the the or reflect on the experience of having these conversations with Helena, uh, being on a podcast. Because I think for for. Um, Almost all of the people that you've had on—it's uh, been the first podcast ever.
1: Yeah, except Andy, who was yeah. really well versed and possibly ready, has probably been on a couple. Exactly. Um, but, but for more, otherwise... most
0: most people, it's it's basically the first time recording a conversation. Um, so so we're gonna speak a little bit about that, but also just in general the the conversations and and the Experience of having had these conversations with Elena. Um and I like to see it uh, or or sort of start do it chronologically so so start from the beginning, uh, inviting all of you or both all three of you, both of the three of you uh, <laughs> to reflect on on your expectations before you started. So, so what, was, what was your thinking when you got the invite before and during the first conversation? Um, sort of bef- before it all started? Wh- what were you thinking, feeling, pondering? Um,
1: Fearing, maybe?
0: I mean, I don't want to put words in anyone's <laughs> mouth, but:
2: No. Or should I go?
3: Go ahead.
1: I'll go after you.
2: Uh, Well, um, the other day at work, someone said, Oslem, we have an idea, but we already know that you're on board because that's the kind (laughs) of person I am. I just, I just do things and I don't think about it. I just jump into it. So it was pretty much the same with this. It was never done a podcast, but I was curious about it. And I just jumped right into it without knowing. And I, I actually, it all works out when you do it that way because you don't have any expectations, you don't get the chance to have any fears, just show up and, and, and be yourself and the funny thing with that it was that at the end of the first conversation uh, Helena said so we have four more conversations was, this is the first one I'm like what four more what are you talking about I thought this was the only one uh, but then a couple of seconds later all right let's do four more uh, and, and then for the second conversation I was thinking what the hell are we going to talk about because I felt like we just emptied everything in the first conversation but there was so much, and then, at the end of the fifth conversation, yeah that we had the other day, I was thinking, "Is it already over? There's so much more to talk about So mm-hmm. that journey was uh, I thought was pretty pretty cool, and also being a part of a of a pod makes you you sort of forget that the microphone is there and that people's going to listen to you, but at the same time, you have it somewhere in, in the in the background, so you you think about what you're going to say, not in the essence of of it um, hindering who you are, but just like you try to keep keep it to the to the topic so you don't go off like you do in, a, in another conversation. Uh, so that was I think that was pretty fascinating that you forget that the microphone is there, that people listen to it, but at the same time, you are in like an auto tune or autopilot that makes you sort of think that other people going to listen to it. So you have to have some kind of a uh, follow some kind of a conversation thread in a way. So uh, those I don't know how to explain, it, but they go against each other. But more that they complement each other in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that, that was that was me. Bella, over to you.
3: <laughs> so, I I really identify with a lot of the things you said, Aslam. Um, I am a musician, so I have recorded myself, and I have recorded conversations multiple times. Because sometimes conversations I have are so emotionally charged that I want to revisit later and hear it again when the emotion has kind of burnt itself out. So for me, um, being on a podcast, I think I was excited to dive into it and experience it and curious about it, like yourself, Aslam, um. I was more concerned about privacy, and I remember being very nervous about how much of my own personal journey do I want to put out there on the white forum that this can be, Um, and Yeah, you stick a microphone in front of me and I automatically like sort of get nervous and just like Aslam said, by the end of it, I forgot that the mic is there. It's just like another object in the room. (laughs) So it really... And I've, you know, I've experienced that as well with recording myself playing music. You know, you start and you're really sort of conscious of what comes out and then... You kind of just get tired of being conscious. (laughs) Kind of let go. Um, What was different for me was I actually was able to let go of this sort of background consciousness of people are going to listen and enjoyed not worrying about that, enjoyed being a little bit more tangential and sort of, let's see where we are in a moment. And I think that was because of how Helena presented this structure of these are meandering conversations. There isn't a topic, there isn't a specific purpose. The goal is to see where we are. And at first that felt slightly disorienting, just like you. And um, later on, I really truly enjoyed that freedom that that gave as well. Um, I always enjoy deep conversations with friends. So this was for me an opportunity to dive deeply and quickly and bounce thoughts, off of each other in a way that made us both think. And I love that. To me, that's an essence of a wonderful connection. Mm
4: -hmm. Mm.
3: And for that purpose, I really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, I also am very aware of how Zoom unintelligent I am, but like yourself, (laughs) (laughs) Elena, I, uh, I don't feel like I really wanna bother with it in a sense, like that's not the first priority I have. There are so many people around me who are better than me that why would I even go through it when I could be using my time otherwise? (laughs) So that's, that was my experience.
1: Mm. It's quite lovely to hear and I've, I've come, I've come to you to Differently, I met Aslam. What was it in the fall of twenty nineteen or twenty nineteen. It has to have been because it was pre pre COVID,
2: twenty nineteen or twenty eighteen. One of them,
1: twenty nineteen. Yep, in a leadership training, Uh, and I thought Aslam was. Uh, interesting. He was one of, I don't know, we were 15, 20 people or something. He was like, well, you know, I came with some interesting insights and, and stuff like that. And then we've kept in touch. We've had a few conversations uh, here and there.
2: You're one of the few people that I thought about going out and having a beer with. And I don't even drink beer.
1: And I don't even <laughs> drink beer either. So that would be really fun.
2: <laughs> uh, like, I want to hang out with her. She's cool. Yeah. Can I please be a fly on the wall? <laughs> <laughs> just for you two? When we go the, out the a beer
4: without having a beer. <laughs> yeah,
2: uh, I, I have like three occasions in my life that I've been intoxicated. So I think that would be a, a, a good entertainment for you, Caspian. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, from the, from the get-go, just finding a bar that... Which bar
0: is good? And both of you just standing around looking like...
1: I have no idea. Yeah,
0: yeah. that's what we would do. <laughs> There's got to be one
2: somewhere.
1: We'd find a cafe and I'd have a cup of tea. Yeah, I have work. a work.
2: No- I have a fruit juice or some kind of something like that, probably. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I just love Caspian. <laughs> well,
2: you know, I don't even drink coffee or tea either, which is a big burden when well, I go to my I home country. I don't really either, um, but
1: I drink herbal tea. So yeah, I problem, have yeah. I have mint in my in my tea or mint from the garden. So Aslam, yeah. what is your home country?
2: I have a Kurdish background, and you know when you go home to people from the Middle East, they always want to offer you tea, and I don't I don't drink tea and I always get offended. So I learned now to say ask for water, and they will look at me like I'm some kind of an alien. <laughs> uh, so sometimes I just say yes, give me tea, and. And then Make they say, "What did you drink? Your tea? yeah I know it's, it's it's. yeah, that is how it goes
1: <laughs> that is how it goes uh, well anyway me and but me and Bella, we've been I think we met a little bit over a year ago. I don't know if it was September of twenty twenty one um or something like that in um uh, the Esther Perel discussion group. Uh, On the Facebook group for that, where there is a Saturday uh, women's group meeting meeting on Zoom. Uh, And Bella, same thing. She was so interesting and wise, and I loved her input. So immediately after, I sent her a little uh, note on Messenger saying, hey, you, I'd like to talk more with you. Um, And here we are. Mm.
2: You have your, like, human conversation radar on constantly, don't you? I do. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I do. Uh, Yeah. I do. I'm I'm good at collecting interesting people. (laughs) It's a super skill. Uh, Or a superpower, maybe you say.
0: It is indeed. I mean, I, I... Yeah, sorry. Go. Cool.
2: I, I was just gonna say. Also, I was. I think I was more nervous of listening to the the first podcast than I was on participating in it. And I thought, oh, oh, let's see what comes out of my mouth, and and because afterwards I was so present in the conversations, so I don't have any memory of what we talked talked about, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I can't remember anything, I, I still can't, to be honest. If you ask me what you what did you talk about, I don't know. I I we we just talked, so I listened to it, and I was like, this is pretty good. I'm like wow, I should, I should say this. And then immediately after that, I said that thing that I thought I <laughs> should say when I was listening to it. I was like, I sound pretty good. Like all the th- So it felt like a deja vu, but still not. But that was more nervous. Um, more I was more nervous on listening or um, the th- the thought of listening to it than actually participating in it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, because I had no idea what I had done. And, and like you said, Bella, it's there forever you know, in a way. And anyone can listen to it. I'm like, what have I done? But it was cool. It was cool. So I was like, yeah, let's do one more.
3: Good. That's it's, nice. It's funny because I had the exact same experience where I thought I was doing one conversation, so I wonder if there was, that was by design?
1: No. Uh, and it's so interesting. It's like, no, I have, but I, I guess the, the five by five, maybe I've like Kind of just assume that people would get that that means five people, five conversations each. Uh, no, but I've learned how to clarify that. But you, you two are the only. The...
0: No, these weren't. The... There was one more. This this particular this particular this season, season, there was one more. I can't remember who it was, but there was one more person. Who... Was it Mandel? So so after I think Islam was the first one, and I got a text from from Helena saying, did Luke, I probably. did I just not."
4: Probably. Yeah. Communicate
0: this at yeah. all? Yeah. And I was like, well, maybe you didn't, and and then the second one, and I was like, is I started to ask the same question as you, Bella? Is it? Are you are you just trolling people now? What what's going on?
1: So, well, <laughs> like first was for
0: I've, free. that I'm gonna get you.
1: <laughs> I've learned the lesson, so I'll will make sure. I actually have. I've I've invited two people for next season which I think I might have a little bit of a break in between but there's two people and we will have a a threesome conversation but I made it extremely clear when I asked them (laughs) it's actually five conversations with you on five different occasions and then there will be four other five conversations to go so uh, thank you for that. Uh, Clarity is kindness so uh, I don't I know. Now I will be kinder. <laughs> I I feel like actually
3: I would have been more overwhelmed had I known that there were five. Whereas after yes. the first one, I was like, Ah, eh, okay, four more. I can do this. I I, oh, I, I
2: yep. I vouch for that as well.
1: Bummer, Caspian. Then... What should I do?
0: You should just lure people in.
1: I think I so do. too. Hey, want to
2: be on
0: the podcast? Let's see. What's the next time we have four more, and they'll be like, "What the?" What are you talking about? <laughs> and then you have them.
1: Then I will have them. Yeah. i <laughs> and sinker. Because
2: yeah. I don't know if I would have said yes as easily as I did if there was five conversations. I'm like, wow, what if the first one doesn't go well? Then you get all those thoughts. and and. But now it's like one conversation. Like, Let's give it a try. But five, I'm not sure if I would have said yes. But and... that's
1: That's so interesting, though, because I've learned this much. I have never... Invited someone whom I haven't already had at least a conversation with, so I've all I I mean I vet everybody that way so that I know that okay there's some type of chemistry we can keep a conversation going. It's not where you know I say something and and the other person answers with a yes and then silence and then there's nothing you know, but somebody who's willing to dance, um in a conversation. So for me it's like well. I mean, if you want it, it doesn't matter if it's one or five. It's like that doesn't right. matter because you know that we have good conversation. and then conversations will just be an extra bonus. But well, we'll see
2: right. But but not when you haven't had one podcast in your life at all and then suddenly signing up for five you a five in a, on a go. but but, like I said, hey, it turned out beautiful. So you mm-hmm. know, let's let's just leave it at that. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: I'm not gonna. <laughs> no, but let's let's leave it at that for now. Um I just want to come back to to what you both said about being sort of in your head about recording. Um because I think that's that something that I don't know, I'll, I won't speak for you, Lena. I can just speak for myself, but, but I've, I've done, um, a number of recordings by now, uh, to say the least. So, so I'm not as self-aware and I don't really realize at all. My subconscious doesn't react at all from being recorded. Um, but I do remember there was, you know, the TV show, Big Brother? Yep where they film everything you've, you've heard about it at least, um, they have, they have to psychologically vet the people that they take into the house, not only because of all the interaction with other people and, and sort of the social, the the thing that we actually see and enjoy, but because people get, uh, crazy from knowing that they're recorded every single minute of every single day. Um, so they've had, they've had participants, at least I know in Sweden, where people who've gone, you know, bonkers shit, crazy, starting to, to sort of see patterns in the house, coming up with conspiracy theories just because their cameras and their subconscious Mm -hmm. can't take it. Um, I don't want to say that that's what's happening to you, but I think (laughs) it's an interesting sort of, um, experience to have had. Uh, in, in just what you're saying, Haslam, pulling from bo- opposite ends with saying, like, I'm not conscious of the might, I'm not conscious of, that people are gonna, it's not something that you think of every single second of the, of the podcast, but at the same time, it's, it's there in the back of your mind. Um, I just thought that that's an interesting take on it because I don't think we've had anyone bring that up before. mm
3: mm-hmm. uh, Yeah have a thought about that actually makes me think how in a sense most of the time unless I speak to my very immediate family I always sort of have this in the back of my mind of what am I saying and how is it going to come around and so in that respect I don't know that this was different because there was microphones on because I guess also as a musician, when I'm playing, there's me being in my head of the mechanics of what I'm doing and at the same time, I strive to also sort of be conscious of the product I'm throwing to my audience and there is this very same sort of split happening, like you mentioned, Aslam, where you're almost seeing it from two different angles at the same time. You're involved in physically making the music as well as being that fly on the wall on the other side of the room, hearing what is being cast out as a result, not connected to the physicality of the music making. And I guess that's just an experience because of what I do that has become so normal.
2: So for me, it is, um, you want to, um, how should I say, lose the focus on that the microphone is out and it's recorded so you can be as authentic as, as yourself as possible so that the people listening to it will enjoy a really good conversation, but meanwhile, you also want to perform in a way. So it's Mm -hmm. a good conversation. I think that's, Mm -hmm. and those that don't contradict each other, it's quite the opposite. They Mm -hmm. they sort of like complement each other, those two thoughts and, and navigating between them. And I thought that was a cool experience in that, in that say.
1: I mean, I was, um, I did. I did I don't know what 220 Facebook lives in a row uh 2017 18 something like that. And then I got a gig to be a um uh a, the host of a TEDx event here in Malma so I was the the facilitator of of that day. Cool. Um yeah, that was fun. Um uh, but <laughs> It was, it was interesting because when we were, we were meeting up, we were rehearsing a, a, a couple of weeks before and they wanted to film me saying something, etc. And I was just, you know, I'd been sitting in front of my phone for five minutes every day for 200 plus days. So sitting in front of the a camera was just like, you know, this is just natural. And I, I did a, um, a similar gig um the the other day for for polyneum uh where i was um also the facilitator of a of a day with uh nine percenters and and stuff like that um and the most common feedback i got was wow you just look like you're enjoying yourself up on stage and it's like i love it you know it's like because I feel so relaxed. Yeah, you look so relaxed. Aren't you nervous? It's like, no, I'm not. This feels very comfortable. And again, I actually do credit sitting in front of that uh, phone for, for that many days in a row as one of the things that have gotten me just, it's like, you know, it's not a big deal. I don't have to make it into a big, a big something. Yeah. Um, and I realize how much that serves me. Um, so, so doing those things, um, can really, you know, widen, widen your horizons, widen the, 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 um, the things that I, I do and how I enjoy them.
2: I think Mm. you're onto something, Bella, you had your music, right? That you mentioned before that, that made you sort of easily come across. And I have a... Brief moment in my life where I was a child actor for for the Swedish television, uh, and and doing like oh, Wow. yeah we, we didn't talk about that we need we need a sixth episode. Uh, Funny that way. I did two
3: actually in my home country. Yeah.
2: So uh, that gave me a lot of experience as well to to just sort of like, not not that I was a great actor that's not what I mean but I I, I, I could easily forget that the cameras was there and and just. Um, Go into a go into a role, and it's sort of similar here as well. But the role was me myself, mm-hmm. uh, in a way. But you sort of like understand how to have it there or have it here, mm-hmm. and and just be yourself.
1: Just be anyway. Yeah.
2: yeah. So mm-hmm. is
1: it on pet Archive?
2: I'm not sure. This was in 1993, I think. So um, it was it was it was a while back. It's it's sweaty. Swedish television. It
1: should be on a cave. was it what was it a series or a documentary? Yeah, it was a TV series
2: TV, it's a TV series, series. It's like a a, a, a skonsk where we are from the region where we're like a romeo and juliet thing and i was a little brother of the girl playing juliet oh um, cool. yeah yeah i had like a little <laughs> mini fro and and really cute and and i delivered that up until today i can still hear the name that i was um, the character name up until yeah. my friends sometimes call me but yeah, off camera it was not as nice because I, I got recognized in our hometown. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, but hey, it paid for my driver's so license, so that was nice.
1: Mini celebrity. Oh, I'm yeah, so I gonna have to to pick your brain a little bit more about this to see if yeah. we can unearth an episode or two. A
2: moment that I have almost forgotten, but it came up now that you you mentioned the <laughs> the TED and the Facebook and you with the music, and I thought, well, I have that. Maybe that's why I I can sort of like find find myself in that awkward mm-hmm. situation where you're not used to being in.
1: Yeah. And still sense. and still feel quite comfortable in yeah. it. Yeah.
3: So yeah. I actually had the same experience. I was, I think I was six and I was cast, my home country is Bulgaria and I was cast in a children's program and I was pre pre first grade because we started first grade at seven back then. So mid seventies and uh, I, I remember that being highly annoying because I had no idea how many takes one had to take in order to get one good one.
2: <laughs> and how much you wait.
3: Uh huh. Exactly. So my, my memory of that was not like anything related to how I experienced stage performance now, if anything, probably it was a bit of a hindrance because Mm -hmm. of the like very unglamorous annoyance of the hurry up and wait.
2: (laughs) Yep. I I, I agree. It's like a bucket list thing done. Don't have to do it again.
3: (laughs) Yeah. But on the other hand, I kind of wanted to also respond to what Helena said, because I really relate to that. There is a fear sometimes of being in front of camera, but the other side of that is exhilaration. And a really good performer will harness that side of it Mm -hmm. and will ride that exhilaration wave and that's actually one of the things that engages your audience the best is Mm -hmm. them seeing you feeling at home yeah brings them closer to the experience for sure and mm. so I think that's probably why you're good at what you do because mm. you actually get excited about it yeah. rather than fearful,
4: yeah
0: <laughs> for sure. Yeah, and I think I think it's interesting. I know that I'm gonna be slammed by Helena from from even bringing this up. Oh shit! But... What
1: are you gonna say now? <laughs> go uh,
0: on, go
2: on.
4: <laughs>
1: <I> t-
0: <laughs> um, no, but I'm quite confident your first podcast recording was with me on my podcast. Yeah, uh, it's not up anymore. That's that's she's been yeah. on to me for for three yeah. years about it. Um, but I mean, there's a big difference in, in how, how you behave and I'll, I'll see if I can get that up so, so people can actually compare the, the comfortable uh, or how comfortable you are being, being, um, in a recording now versus before it was before you did your lives and everything. It was, it was.
1: 20, we had almost
0: no video 17, audio. 16,
1: 17?
0: 16, 17, something like that. Yeah. I think even, yeah, it might even been 15, 16. Um, so, yeah, a long time ago. Um, but, yeah, so so I was thinking now that we've spoken about the expectations and and sort of meandering around that, um I would like to hear your thoughts on on the experience of being on the podcast, being doing these five conversations, um, having the meandering conversations that, that you both both said uh feel great now didn't feel as um as confidently about on beforehand possibly. Um what 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 thoughts feelings um, have have experiences have have these conversations uh brought up for you all the both of the three of you
4: <laughs> uh, wait
1: wait 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 islam your your mic is weird because or is it just here you start to speak and then you come.
0: Uh, yeah, I think I think it. There's um, a lag. Yeah, so so th- speak, technical... but say
1: nonsense, and then you can start. Because now <laughs> say, we can hear you say nonsense. But- yeah. <laughs> Is it better? <laughs>
2: Is it better? Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, we can hear. It's just the first ten seconds. You're, oh, okay. you're silent. I think it actually.
0: it it mutes you when you don't speak, and then then when you oh, start yeah. speaking, it's not catching up as quickly as we would like if it.
2: Only I knew where settings was on on Zoom on, a, <laughs> on PC. Well, um, for, for me, like having a nine year old and eleven year old uh, with work, everything just going so fast paced. Having these like an hour and a half, two hours of conversation, we could just slow down and really, really take your time and dig into the topics and dig in conversation was so needed and such a relief to do that. Like just to pause and and just not be in a hurry. So that that is one of the things that I I enjoyed uh, the most. Just taking a pause and be present in a conversation and not think about what's on the schedule, uh, what needs to be done, what's on the to-do list, what what to cook for dinner, what what to do for work. And I also started studying for some reason. I don't know why I started that um, as well. I think that was nice and just talk and go like, in depth with Helena's help on conversations was, it was so such a nice discovery to just slow down and just talk about whatever comes up in a way. So um, the need for that was something that I will cherish and take with me and, and try to um, realize again with, with someone else or just give a call to Helena, I guess, uh, in a way. So uh, that is what I take with me as one of the biggest treasures. Just the experience of being a part of a podcast, obviously. Mm. Hope oh, that was what you asked for, Krespin. Yeah,
0: it was. Okay, your your experiences doing them and, and sort of what what you've been thinking about feeling when when doing all of them, and I think that's exactly what you bring up the yeah. the both the uh, depth and and pace.
2: Yeah, and uh, before every conversation, like oh. I don't have time for this. And then starting having the conversations like, oh, I have so much energy now. Now I can do whatever. Mm-hmm. So that, that transition there before and then after, uh, it was great. And, and all the other times I was like, I don't have time, but I need to do this because I, I need this. And after I did it, it was like, it was like meditation almost. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is my kind of a meditation to just go in depth with topics rather than sitting because I can't just sit and think about nothing. I, I don't have the patience for that. Uh, But this was one way of just resetting the brain in in a way and just starting all over and and getting a fresh breath in in your, um, a fresh mental breath in a way.
1: Hmm. That's lovely. Welcome to Meditations with Helena Roth.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Friend.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's perfect. And I can say, I feel... Quite uh many times I feel the same. It is this okay there's a it's like you're kind of shoving away everything else, and you're just okay, I can just be here. There's nothing else uh, so it's a it's a good feeling.
3: I would have to say it's that for me as well as i guess nonetheless couple of years, I've spent sizable chunks of time feeling a little bit mute
4: mm-hmm.
3: and lots and lots of thoughts just swirling like a vortex in my mind. And this was a really beautiful opportunity for those things to get voiced. And so for me, it was less of what am I going to cook for dinner and what some of that, too, you know, the schedule that is relentless, that the to do list that is relentless. But it was more the inside vortex that got silenced because I got to voice it and I got to slow it down. And, um, at some point it just felt like a conversation with a friend, whether I was sitting on Zoom or taking a walk or having a glass of wine or a cup of coffee or I don't know, juice. <laughs> so um That slowdown definitely occurred, but in a in a slightly different way, perhaps. Then what Aslem described.
4: Hmm.
1: And I think that's part of the beauty of these conversations for me is, is the way I experience my aspect of what you say there, Bella, is this thing that I, I hear I connect dots in these conversations Mm -hmm. and and many of you, I don't know how many of these conversations I bring up therapy session with Dominic on Monday, you know, it's like it comes up, but it is one way for me to, to process and connect dots and, and integrate, like ground Mm -hmm. myself in experiences or, um, um, the evolution of me the journey of being me in the world and it kind of you know there's room in these conversations to um, to hear that and to hear myself say that out loud because there is a difference in hearing the voice come out mm.
4: Um
1: so it's it's very valuable for me.
0: And I think from from uh, with with an outside perspective on on having known you for for several years, Elena, you've never written as little as you've done the no. past year. No. You've also not had as many um, structured conversations. I should probably say, even though they're no. uh, they're. Meandering conversations um, and and on top of that the the periods where you haven't written previously for for a month or two weeks or something you've been you've been miserable about it, uh, which you haven't been this no. time around, yeah, even though it's been a long time coming,
1: yeah, it has and for me it's interesting because i'm i'm just in the past few weeks the urge the bubbles that says ooh writing uh so i actually have started to write a little bit again uh which i enjoy and and maybe it is Maybe part of that actually is one of the reasons why I'm thinking that maybe I should take a little bit of a break because I've done three seasons of these conversations. So that's 25 times three plus two group conversations on top of each of those seasons. I mean, so we're speaking about 81 uh, long conversations, heartfelt conversations. So maybe a little bit of a break to... Make sure that I don't forget the writing either because it is. And if I didn't do anything else, one, I don't want to do that. But there's so much writing that I could do based on these conversations, based on all of the little snippets, all of the things that we touch on in these conversations that I'm just not doing. Um mm. And it's like, it's, it's starting, it's starting to bubble in a way that it hasn't for, for a year.
0: And I think that's an interesting, I don't know if you, you, Aslem and, or, and Bella, wanna, wanna sort of, I'll, I'll throw something up and if you want to, you can, you could grab this, but I think, I think it's what what you've found with your writing, Helena, is a way of expression. It's it's your way of expressing yourself and and sort of as you say connect the dots, uh, gather your thoughts, all of those things. It's a meditation. It's uh, cleansing your head, um, and and as we just said, this is another way of doing that, in another medium, um, which has been the preferred medium for the past year,
4: yeah.
0: um, but I think I think what. A lot of people um, really need is to find their medium and I think that's that's one of the greatest things about this this podcast is that one it's inviting people who haven't haven't tried speaking like this before um two it's doing it five times even though you only invite people for a first conversation well. <laughs> So, so you get a habit of doing it, uh, and and I think that giving a, an opportunity to to explore another medium of of doing all of that, declutter, uh, connect the dots, whatever you want to call it. Um, I don't know if you've you've uh, you've anything to add to that, Aslam or, or
4: Bella. Yeah.
3: So I think. This is a lovely medium, and I think it's one of several necessary for the whole picture to emerge. Just like with you, Helena, you use writing, you have used this instead. So those are two different ways to achieve the same self-expression that Caspian mentioned. And I find that for me, playing music is another way of achieving that self-expression. And I think we could use regular reminders of how much of what we do day to day can actually be a medium of self-expression if we make it be so. Because you can self-express with cooking a beautiful dinner too. And... You can self-express with, I don't know, arranging your room in a way that feels pleasing and cozy. All those can be, if we if we took away the automation and the feeling of having a chore to do, all those can be enjoyed as a medium of self-expression. 100%.
2: Yeah, I think we're wired to, to be able to slow down and we get less and less of that in our society today. Like, uh, you know, when we're back, back in the days when you talk about, you know, hunter and gatherers, we, we slow down and then we got up and we got some food or we moved and then we slow down, but we don't slow down so much today. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I think that's beautiful, Bella, how can we slow down with self-expression and find that in, in what we do in, in the way we cook? I don't know, maybe in the way you clean, uh, look, I don't know, like just, just slow down a bit, not just um, going from um, time to time, just,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, like I have to finish cleaning up by one hour because then I'm going to do this. No, just slow down and do as much as you can in an hour and then do the next thing, but be present while you do it. So how can we slow down and do self-expression? Uh, yeah, that is beautiful. I will take that with me mm-hmm. uh, in, in a way.
3: It feels like society around us actually almost forces us to forget slowing down and forget being present in the moment. And be productive. Yeah. But we are actually more productive when we slow down.
4: Yeah.
0: Mm. For sure.
1: Yeah. There's the, there's the saying, I think it's a book by Richard Carlson, slow down to the speed of life. Um, which I think is just this, it is this where you get to land and your system can kind of ground itself or reset. It's, but that's, this is also a type of reset, right? It's like, how do you just let everything, um, Hmm. Settle. Um,
2: I usually say, slow down to move faster. That is something that uh, that I use at work and people don't understand what I mean. And, you know, like when you have a conflict, slow down, solve it, and then you can cooperate and work collaborate more together like, instead of just going on like with, with my kids in the morning when they're running around. I'm like, slow down. What do you do? What do you want to do? I want to go to school. Yeah, well, what do you need? This and this. Where are there, those things? And then suddenly things happen. Mm-hmm. So like, how can we just slow down and then you will move faster uh, mm-hmm. in a way? if that's your objection, or at least if that's your ambition, but you can also slow down just to be more present. And that is the next 2.0 version of that, I think. For sure.
3: And I have to say that I really found a lot of value in doing these conversations as a reminder of that Hmm. because we all, much as we know that in theory, we all get sort of sucked into that vortex of production and doing and achieving and, you know, ticking off boxes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I think that's what I loved about the meandering quality of this. Nope. There is no boxes to tick. There's no, you know, topic other than be here now.
0: Yeah. Mm Yeah. I was, I was. On a tangent of that, I, I was reminded a couple of weeks ago when when I was editing the podcast um, that I, I used to be very passionate about media production, and I think Helena can can uh, sort of vouch for me here. Um, passionate about the whole process, you know, getting everything lined up, and you know, and I realized I'm I'm not as passionate about it anymore. Um, But then I realized a couple of years ago in a podcast conversation, a friend of mine uh, said, well, passion is not something you have. It's something that you exercise. You do things with passion and you can decide to do them with passion. Uh, even though you don't have passion for it, you can, you can, you can sort of put your back into it and, and I'm not very passionate about cleaning my house, but when I do it, I want to do it properly. So I do it passionately. Uh, and I think calm in in sort of a lower pace is probably something that you could think of in the same way. Uh, you don't need to have calm, but you can you can mm-hmm. do things with calmness. Um, you don't need to be a Zen master. you can you could just ask your kids to slow down a bit. Uh, and do things with with another pace.
2: This is interesting. Um, I, like I did last time we spoke, and I've, I'm like, hope my wife does listen to this. But she's a she's a planning freak. Like she's a production manager. She just plans everything, and it goes smoothly. But I don't see her wind down. Me on the other hand, I just wind down, and I suddenly, oh, I need to go. Where are all my stuff? And then I start gathering it. And sometimes I like, lose things. Sometimes I forget. Sometimes I have to like move faster. So why did you plan it? I'm like, yeah, I, I just wanted to just chill. So we always have discussions there, and and I'm not sure which one of us is right. But I'm I'm, you know, suddenly realizing maybe I am the right one, and that <laughs> I don't. That is not a conversation I, I, I will have with her, obviously. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm so going to send her this link, say, hey you, you need to listen about an hour in.
2: <laughs> and same with the kids, you know, like the kid, like I, I, I'll, I'll leave them. Like if they forget their bag, they forget the bag. What's the problem with that? And she's like, no, they can't forget the bag. I'm like, why? You know, like they will understand that the world will come to an end if they forget their bag. They will just, they have to just survive without the bag in school. It's not a problem. So we always have these conversations and I'm realizing now that maybe I am, I am the insightful one here for once. Maybe, maybe I still, as you hear, I doubt myself because, you know, she's always right, but maybe here she's not in a, in a way.
3: Yeah. I, have, I have a lot to say about that. <laughs>
2: now we're getting into Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um,
3: so it's so funny because in my domestic relationship, I was your wife, the planner, the planning freak. And that really brings me to the whole like concept of relationship being a dance that Esther Perel talks about a lot, that we fall into these roles Mm -hmm. that maybe if I had stopped planning a little bit, like I would. If I, if I had planned 80% of what I tried to plan, my, my partner would have stepped in and planned the other 20. Or if my partner had proactively planned 20%, I would have gone to 50 because I didn't feel like it was all on me Mm -hmm. because I think we, each of us actually have the planning freak and the relaxation person inside us and it's more of a matter of which part of our character comes out in any interaction, depending on what the other person is doing, because it is all sort of like interactive.
2: Yeah, I, I understand. But in, in in our case, it's more like she's the performer and I'm just want to get, get it done in a way. So my way is not perfect. Her way is getting it perfect. And that's, we don't meet there. And in, in, in one occasion, she, uh, she had to like take Hundred percent, step back, and I had to step in hundred percent, and the world didn't go under. I managed really, really well, but it's just that when she's performing at that high level, I'm like, all right, if you want to be there, be there, but that—that that is not where I want to be because but I can't I think... because I don't have it in me.
1: No, and I, I th- but I think that's precisely what Bella is speaking yeah. about. Really, you, you, I mean, you, we, we do fall into these roles, these ways of being, with, uh, like. In, in the different relationships we're in, uh, yeah, where this is how this is how I show up in this relationship, and this is how I show up in another relationship and 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 kind of you know rocking the boat now and again, maybe not a bad thing, because uh, it is like you say, Islam, usually, the world doesn't go under, usually, nobody dies, usually. The sky doesn't fall down. Um... Yeah. For me,
3: I have to say, I found myself a lot more relaxed about minutes and seconds in logging into conversations with you, Helena, because I knew you were on time. And so mm-hmm. I've slacked a little bit. Yeah. I was a little bit late a couple of times. I was the flake. <laughs> Where is that? Which, Which is absolutely... so lovely. <laughs> But that would absolutely never happen in my domestic situation because Mm. if I don't do it, it's not getting done. Mm. It feels like. Whereas I can say that actually maybe I just need to not do it so the other party does it. Mm -hmm.
2: You know what, Bella, that is happening in my life. My wife has stepped down a bit, a lot, Mm -hmm. which gives me room to step up. And I've never been happier and we, our relationship is much better now uh, yeah. in a way, because we, we found somewhere where she has lowered and I have raised, but I, there was no room for me to raise before because it was already done everything. And she's like, why don't you do it? But you already did it. Like, you know, like, I, I, don't, I don't even get a chance to do it, but you have to be faster. But I am not, I can't, you know, but she, she's slower now and that's made given room for me because now I can discover, oh, I need to take the dishes and then I do it. Mm-hmm. I do it late at night. I put in some music and I just do it slowly in the kitchen while well, she wants to do it before she goes to bed because I, I would stay up. So we sort of, sort of found the roles, but before like, I didn't do it early because I was, was, didn't feel right to do it then. I don't have to probably do it just before I go to bed because that's, that's for me to wind down taking care of the dishes. Mm-hmm. So we have sort of, sort of, after 12 years, understood how we, we do things in a way. And she's understood that I do it in a different way. Um, but she stepped down, gives me room to step up and now we're better than ever. To be honest, can it be better? hundred percent, but it's, it's better and better than ever because she gave me room to step in mm. and I didn't experience that before. So I, I really believe what you're saying.
3: Also, I think like from, from the point of view of a person who is kind of high stress, high anxiety in a yeah. lot of ways. That happens when I feel like I don't have a trusted um, trusted system in which I know that this will get done, whether it's now or at night, when it gets dropped. And so this is, again, a two-way dance of balancing is how I see it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, okay, I'll step back, but if it gets dropped... I am back 120% because yeah. when Why? I was 100, it didn't. Why? Because it got dropped and there's consequences.
2: What kind of consequences? I don't... We, oh, you are my wife right now. Why? <laughs> 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 Except for... What if we the could, dishes are left there for the morning?
3: What will happen? It's not the dishes, though. Yeah, the dishes... My dishes get left for two days sometimes. It's okay. So what gets <laughs> dropped? Um,
2: if is is it the behavior or is it the the results?
3: It's the it's it's the attitude. It is the teaching my child to be consistent with homework. Oh, we forgot today. Okay, you forget one day, but what if you forget five days in a row? Now it's not forgetting. Now it is a habit of just turning away and avoiding. And it's a very, it's a, it, and this is not me speaking about your experience. This is me purely speaking about my own, which could be very different from what you're going through, even though we sort of seem to (laughs) find ourselves in the, in in an overlap, but, but but it's, it's more like there is the immediate one time thing. And there is also an underlying trend. And I am much more, personally, I am much more focused on what is the underlying trend? Where are we leading with this? Did we forget one day because we did it seven days before that And that one day? Well, we forgot no big deal. Or did we forget every single day?
2: Yeah, well. (laughs) And well, the trend, obviously, yes, I understand what you mean, but (laughs) okay. I have a nine-year-old and she can get stressed because she's starting to get late for school. She goes really stressful and she, she like, she, she runs and she screams and she gets really really stressed. And I'm like, where does that come from? Like, what happened? The world will not come to an end if you get late to school one day, but for her, it does. And I don't think that's healthy either. So then like, So how do you balance that in in a way? Uh, I would obviously not want her to not go to school for seven days, not do her homework, but she's already there. It's more like the opposite. We have to like teach her to just accept that sometimes you will be late and we will not come to an end in a way. So where does that come from?
3: That's your balance that you're dealing with a a person who is high stress. Uh, My balance with my 14-year-old is that my 14-year-old will just kind of Be like, oh, I'm late for school. I forgot my lunch. I missed the bus. Come get me and drive me to
1: school.
2: That's wonderful. I think.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you guys need to swap life for a week or two. (laughs) Oh, That's so funny. I love this. I absolutely
3: love this. At
2: At the very end, who is happier? Who is more present? Who is more pleased? Who can just solve things as they come across and um, be flexible? I don't think we have enough information to determine that, to be honest.
0: Because I think it's about underlying values.
2: Yes, I know, but what I'm trying to say is sometimes we focus on, so much on performance and we forgot about well-being and behavior. Yeah, but I mean I've had some of my happiest periods when I've been
0: all focused on on performance and achievements. But that comes from inside. Yeah.
2: That's what I mean.
3: We need to give. And it doesn't
0: for your for your nine year
1: old. Yeah, exactly.
0: How do you mean? I mean, yes. I was I was like that when I was nine. I can sort of my my. Your teacher mom thought, can vouch for that. My my <laughs> teachers thought my mom hit me because I was so so straight A and and sort of. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. And, and, and it she was really not wasn't. her. No, it was no, 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 not her. Not she was the she one was calling calling not... me
2: in sick because yeah. I I just couldn't. Yeah. So, well. It was so. me. I could just have an 11 year old and she's quite mm. the opposite from a nine year old. And you know, like we're not that different, in our parenting. Yeah. <laughs> so no, from from
3: inside. That... Yeah, it
2: does. So, yeah. Mm. But yeah, I'm just, uh, yeah. and this is one conversation where me and Helena had, now I remember it, where I was actually you, Bella, and Helena was me. You remember that Helena?
1: Yep. Yep. <laughs> I was saying, you know, why do you, I was, we were talking about parenting and I was talking about, you know, Do you actually, well, you know, you have to, the kids have to do the homework and they have to go to school and they have to get their grades in math. And I'm like, nah, they will figure it out if they need to. And Ursula was like, no, you can't do that. So you're right. Uh, So I've
2: changed like 180 degrees.
1: (laughs) That's that's it precisely,
3: that that depending on the environment we're in, one side or the other comes out, and mm. how do we actually balance our lives in such a way that there is room for both sides to have turns to come out? Mm. Yeah. And So how bo- that you're not doing all the relaxing and your wife is not doing all the stressing. Yeah. That there is, there is a balance that you need to do a little bit of the stressing and a little bit of the relaxing and same for her.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like, um... It's not just about me stepping up. She needs to step down to give room for me to step yeah. up yeah. in, in yeah. a way uh, as well. Cause otherwise sure. we're both going to step up and, and what's the point of having immaculate home if you, if you don't so, enjoy just being, uh, just being you and just being present with, you, with each other.
3: I'm uh, I'm going to be very argumentative and I'm going to say, and it's not for just it. for me to step down. It's also for <laughs> my spouse to step up and do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't- to be All honest.
0: everything I, at once.
3: Yeah.
2: Now right. I'm just going to be open here. I, I didn't feel the need to step up because everything was just sorted out above the level that I was my expectancy. So I was like, but you, why can't we just do this instead of do that yeah. together?
1: But so, I mean, yeah. the conversation is, is quite important as well, right? Yeah. The communication, yeah. speaking to each other, talking about that, seeing it. Because I mean... I. I don't clean. Me and Bella had that conversation. He's it's like, it's like, no, it just doesn't bother me at all. And if I haven't ever lived with anybody who was a um, pedantic person and, you know, needed to have the immaculate home, but I don't clean the windows. My ex-husband did. They haven't really, you know, maybe they've been cleaned once or twice in the six years that we've been separated, but that's about it because it just doesn't happen with me. So, of course... He's gone. I'm still not stepping up, right? Mm. In that essence, because it's it doesn't matter to me. It's not important to me. So yes, of course, if you're in a relationship, and we all are, you have to also find those balances. It's like, okay, this is important to you. I will then step up because it is important to you, and you are important to me. Yeah. Uh, so exactly. so so that you can step down because I see that you're getting really stressed out about this, and that's not. Um, So again, it's this dance uh, of of communication, of getting to know each other, of finding out what's important, what's not important, and how can we make sure that we don't kind of fall into ruts, where we're Mm. just playing the part, um, because that's the part that I was playing, and maybe that was the part that I loved 10 years ago. Today, not so much, but we're still doing the same story. I kind of want to circle back to something that you said, Aslam. Okay. That
3: really, really (laughs) kind of struck a note for me. You said, you know, she's doing it at such a high standard that I didn't see the need. Yeah. And actually, I think this is what I love about Esther Perel's work, because she talks about how when one of us kind of... (sighs) I'm going to sound maybe a little bit critical and I'm going to apologize for that, but when you say that, it's like almost as if you want to kind of say, well, I'm going to check out of this need because it's done. I'm going to uninvolve myself in a sense, but actually that can be very destructive.
2: Yeah. Well, it depends. To, a,
3: to a relationship, because yeah. if you see that somebody is doing to such a high degree, Maybe you coming up will actually even them out as well. Yeah. Well, I Instead can get... of if you, the more you check out, the more they're gonna go up. So like mm-hmm. there is yeah. this.
2: I agree. You know, I should just give one example like I did before. Yeah. She she now she leaves the dishes, and before I go to bed because I go to bed an hour later than her, I'll pick them up because that that's when I'm in the mood for doing that. Sure. Uh, in a way, so you need to find the balance. Like that's the way I wanna dance. The dance gets done, but not the way she wants to, but we still dance. Maybe she will tell, give you some room for me to dance the way I want to dance. That, that's, what I, that's what I meant. Yeah. And, uh, and I actually that.
1: think you're, you're onto something there because part of a lot of this and the issues with a lot of relationship, I think is I want it done the way I want it done.
2: Yeah. But it gets Which is done. a
1: problem. If I'm in a twosome and I want it done the way I want it done, but I don't want to do it the other person can really get into a bind because they do it the way they want it done. And then I get upset because they didn't do it the way I want it done. And you're in, you know, yeah, that's a negative spiral if ever. Um, so relaxing a little bit about that is like your wife is like, I saying, okay, as long as the gish- dishes gets done, it doesn't have but- to be the way I would do it for it to be perfect. It's like, as long as they're done, I don't care about the rest. Yeah. And then if you do it when she's asleep, perfect. Um, so so I think that's also part of that dance. It's like, how do you fold the sheets? That's been an issue in my family. Um, it's like <laughs> weird shit like that, right? And I was the there one who had the weird ways shits to fold about sheets. it. <laughs> um, how to fold sheets, how to fold towels. Uh, you fold sheets? Of... Yes, you fold sheets.
0: <laughs> yes you do. There's a box and you just <laughs> no, 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 lump them in there.
1: No, no. You fold sheets. Uh... at
2: one stage I even had this machine that made it real like iron crisp that you, you fed it into a machine. I had that, but that it broke down. So that that was my dance. I love to do that. I could spend like minute ten, fifteen, twenty minutes every time after laundry to just do that because that was relaxing for me. <laughs> Yeah. So and She didn't do it. She just put it in, in the in, 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 in the closet. I'm like, okay, I, I could take him down and do that because that was my dance. Yeah.
1: So yeah. that's what I mean. Like, yeah. yeah. So the problem would be if you were to force her to do to do that work mm-hmm. when she wouldn't want to do that work. You know, it's fine if you do it, uh, but if you need to force if you need to force the other, um, you're on to, to rocky territory. I would say. Speaking from personal experience,
0: yeah, and again, speaking about it, yeah,
1: yeah, communication constantly. I think
2: yeah. it's It yeah. depends. If you just go is... round and round and round, then it's then maybe you shouldn't speak about it. If <laughs> 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 you always end Drop up in the a fight, yeah, yeah, maybe just yeah. You know, but then again, the
1: <laughs> same thing there. Then you're in a rut. How can yeah. you then? One of you has to, something has to shift in order for you to not have the same conversation or argument over and over again. Yeah. I think there needs to be also
3: equal or equitable engagement from both sides. If one side checks out, which has been my unfortunate experience, then it's very unequal conversation because. And that was something Helena pointed out to me very gently. The first conversation we had before I did the pot was that I was the only one engaging in the interaction that the other side had checked out. And maybe, Aslim, that's why also I was a little bit very sensitive to what you said about, well, it's it's Mm
4: smith.
3: you know, because I have had this prior experience of Oh, wait, the other side checked out. Now I'm actually kind of sitting here talking to a well. <laughs> That's different. And so if we are to assume that both parties are equally engaged and equally willing to find the balance, then you're absolutely right. Like, then we just find our way to dance the dance and the things that we do easily, like for you, folding sheets is relaxing. Yeah, for her, putting the sheets in in a box is relaxing, <laughs> right?
2: Yeah, well, you know, like I, one another example is I, I invested a lot in our in our um, laundry room because <laughs> she's like, why do you, why do you spend so much money? I, I want it to be nice, <laughs> and now I'm I'm there. Most of the time, and and folding and fixing laundry because that's that's relaxing for me. How do you how do you invest in a laundry room? <laughs> oh, just just tell me
0: about because I I can't even you you buy a washing machine and you buy a
2: dryer. No, and... you have to have like ergonomic heights. You need to have like <laughs> drawers. Where, where do you where do you um how do you it, say so, sort your uh, dirty laundry? How do you hang it up? Oh, you we sort need to... your dirty laundry.
1: Yeah. Well, Caspian has black or black. So it's very easy for him.
2: Yeah, okay. <laughs> but you, you need like white 40, white 60, you need colored, you need black. You need to sort of, especially when you have kids yeah. that just wear a sweater two hours and then put it in the basket. Uh, that's another conversation obviously. <laughs> yeah, you know, like good, good lighting, fixing the tiles. Good light? What? Are you yeah, shooting are you videos can... of your
0: clean laundry? What's going on in there? <laughs>
4: So <laughs> That's how spot
0: the stains. Come that on, is, that is well, they're in the dirty <laughs> laundry. Obviously, there are stains. Just put them in. The...
4: No, no, <laughs> just stains the on the floor because because I the don't floor think... was just
2: like painted on a concrete floor. It was like all the stains like coming up from the floor. I, I thought it was not light, not not nice enough. I, I didn't feel uh, relaxed and and could just you know like be present in the folding because that annoyed me. It was environment, it was, it was the feng shui. I don't know what it was, but, yeah, but it I'm, I mean, yeah. And then I fixed that and now I'm like, I, I can spend the time there. he's like, I can I come up? I'm folding the laundry, obviously. I'm, I'm sorting the socks. And,
1: uh, yeah. and you're it, a, Now I'm you're my mom. <laughs> that's her happy place as so, well. And that's, and that's my dance. You know yeah. what I mean?
4: So
2: it's, it's yeah. not like me checking yeah. out. I mean, that's yeah. just, you didn't dance yeah. the same rhythm yeah. In, yeah. in a way.
3: Yeah. That's my dishes in the dishwasher come in a very specific place. Every plate has its own place, every fork, every well, there you go. And and the rest of the house is a complete mess. <laughs> My Dish- non- dishwasher? dishwasher? I
4: mean I'm I'm <laughs> super,
3: people, pati- I'm super your, particular about your. the
0: dishwasher too, so I can 100 a <laughs> hundred I'm I'm not I'm not trying to to um sort of um uh, uh, put any, any sort of shame to, to your, your laundry room. I'm genuinely curious about how to invest in a laundry room in order. I mean, it's just
2: mind-boggling. I'll send to, you some pic, I'll send you some pictures. Please pictures do, sure. please do. <laughs> uh, do you have before
1: but, and after pictures?
2: Uh, maybe I will.
3: Uh, yeah, maybe,
2: maybe. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll Maybe. see if I can find yeah. that. Yeah. But,
1: but it yeah, all wonderful. boils
3: down to like where we find peace and where we find expression and where we find, yes, you're able mm. to slow down in your laundry room and I am able Be present. to, right. Mm. And I'm able to look at that dishwasher and know that every single fork is going to get washed right. And you know, if my sheet music is on piles on the chairs instead of it being neatly arranged in the closet, I just haven't gotten around to it. I can still find it there, even though it's an eyesore. Right. Hmm. And so we we all come. I mean, there's just so many minutiae that we can get completely stuck in that we have to make choices of what to engage with and what For really sure. doesn't matter.
4: Yeah. And what sure. we
3: can live with in in, an, it, in its imperfect shape, but we're all seeking in our own way, including your wife and including my ex-partner, we're all seeking that, that moment of like not running and not doing things mechanically, but rather doing them with some kind of a purpose and in, in a way expression, because your laundry room is a way of expressing yourself. And so is my stupid dishwasher and so is my music and so is the way that, you know, we all have these quirks and they come in different ways, but they're the unifying thing is, is exactly that we all want to slow down and engage and main, make it meaningful rather than mechanical.
2: Hmm. I guess you guys arranging your dishwasher probably takes more time than just washing dishes by hand.
1: Don't. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. You guys, Caspian. And don't. Bella, don't even.
0: <laughs> don't even. Don't even go there. Get yeah, me started on that one. Ooh,
1: touchy. Touchy. Touchy topic. Yeah, I sense that. I just wanted to
2: push the button. and say I'll push it. Just, I just put it right in there. Just press the button. So that's what I mean. We dance differently. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for sure. You. For sure. And, and and Bella, back to what you said before. Me and my wife never had a discussion on if we should dance or not. We just said, how should we dance? And as long as you have that conversation, then you can find a way of, of, of dancing. But if one of you just doesn't want to dance, then you have bigger issues than who Absolutely. does what in the house, uh, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, in a way.
3: That is true. <laughs> that is true. That is.
2: And I can mm-hmm. just realize something else. My wife at one point said to me, you have never changed the bed sheets and, and, and and those things. And I'm like, okay, all right. So I put a timer on with rep- repetition every second week and like, oh, two days. So she hasn't done it for the last one and a half years. I will not say anything, wow. but I have that letter because I put it in my, because that's the way I work. And I get a reminder and like, oh, then I will do it. So that was my revenge. <laughs> I think it's a good wrench though. <laughs>
1: I think she agrees. Actually, yeah. I'm guessing she's quite happy. It's like I got him. Mm, I got him. I think she won. I think I won. I think I show her out. Change done. the sheets,
0: <laughs> and she won't even know about it. Yes,
4: <laughs> my way. So I operate. I would Chill like him with kindness. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so now it gets done by me. I can just check the one off. Like no no no. Uh, Don't go there anymore.
0: I can just see so many of these conversations coming up when when or if me and my girlfriend move move in together. I'll I'll be the exact same way. Mm-hmm. It'll take one hint and I'll be I'll be onto it with with,
1: with gusto.
0: With gusto and reminders. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh
4: yeah.
0: <laughs> sort of. Sort of coming back to to. I don't even know how we got into this. Um. But but sort of coming back to to the conversations and the podcast. Um. Do you feel like anything changed over the over the course of the five conversations?
2: No, not really. Um, well, if I have to find something, it was just me having even more trust that it would be a good conversation that I had in the beginning, especially in the, in the second conversation where I thought that we're we going to talk about this time because we talked about everything in the first one. Uh, but in the f- fifth one, I was like, let's do this. It's going to be really, really interesting to see what, what we'll talk about. Like like the, I give trust to the exploration or, or, or just the finding rather than beforehand. It was like, what are we going to do now? So. Yeah, maybe that's that's the only one only thing I think. Has mm-hmm.
1: there has the podcast conversations seeped out into your life outside of the podcast conversations?
2: How do you mean by seeped out?
1: Seeped out. It, has it has it has it rippled? Has it made any have you had more meandering conversations with somebody else as a result of? Realizing that, oh, I love having my under conversation, I'll do some more or something that we've talked about that has yeah, kind of...
2: I, I think so, but then I don't know if it's if it's like a confirmation bias suddenly that I've had them and now that I, I, I like, I'm like, you know, like you're, you're, you're pregnant and you see pregnant women everywhere. You buy, uh, buy the particular yeah, brand of a know car and you see the car everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if it's if it's that or that I, if I actually had them, but I, I would like to believe that I have had like slowing down a bit more in in the conversations um, from my from perspective. But but I, I have a background as a coach as well and, and you sort of pick out when you when you say to someone, hey how are you doing? Yeah it's okay. And you can sort of like feel yeah it's that wasn't the way they said okay they usually said it. So I don't know if if I have that or if I have a confirmation bias or if I actually do have more conversations. Don't know. Mm. Helena, to be be honest, but I hope I do. That would be the best answer.
3: I feel like the answer to that cannot be really direct because there's so much indirect effect that happens, that happens later or Mm. it happens through different lenses that it's really hard to correlate this to that. Um, for me, I really relate to the, what you said, Aslam, about, you know, kind of trusting that I didn't have to like prepare a speech or prepare a topic. I didn't have to sit in my mind and think, oh, what am I going to say? I could just show up as I was. And that was plenty to begin a dance Mm. Mm. and that felt really beautiful. That is something that I have not enough of in my life. And it was the lovely balancing of this notion that how I show up in my messy glory of whatever mood I am in today and whatever However my hair looks and whatever has happened to me, I show up and I can still have a meaningful experience. And I can trust that how I show up is going to be sufficient to produce something positive, interesting, hopefully, mm. at least interesting to us who do it yeah. um, and productive. In a sense, too. Mm. I hope that answers your question, Castian. Mm-hmm. For sure it does. What about he, Galena,
0: look like? Have yeah. thinking going on?
1: Yeah, and, and I mean, one of the. One of the. One of the things that I really, I really feel after having done this now for, for three seasons is that I'm probably slow. This is perhaps paradoxical. In one way, I am slowing down more work-wise right now, not slowing down so much. But in other ways, I am slowing down. In having conversations with friends, I am slowing down. I am allowing myself even more time to see what the answer is when somebody asks me, how are you, rather than go by rote. Um, So these conversations, and I mean, I have, you know, this is the 79th or, no, this is the 80th uh, I'm having of these. Um, it has for sure impacted my life greatly in this past year and a half um, and will continue to do so. And I I see me clearer um because i hear myself say things because i am mirrored and i'm mirrored differently by different people because a lot of the i mean when i have conversations with two or three of you in the span of a week or two not that much has happened in my life so kind of the same thing can come up and then i you know so i get i get different perspectives on on things that matter to me, um, so it's it's extremely valuable, but also helpful to me. Even though I don't go, I don't do this because it's helpful to me. Uh, I do this because it it piques my interest because I I I so enjoy finding out where we end up. At the end of a conversation, you realize, oh, my God, how many weird things do we just meander around? It's like, so this, the process of allowing what wants to happen to happen, I think is probably the greatest boon for me in all of this. That's the thing. And I'm allowing that more and more outside of these conversations as well, because I am... I bathe in this. I do basically, I do a conversation every week, at least. Um, so it it that's one of the things that I can see it ripples out uh, into the rest of my life. Um, and I really cherish that. i I enjoy that. I like that what wants to happen. Uh, which is, I mean, this conversation is a perfect example of that. I mean, how did we end up in laundry rooms and dishwashers? Because what wants to happen happens and is allowed and welcomed. Um,
3: it was still funny.
1: <laughs> it, it's great fun. It's great fun. That's the whole point. That's the whole point to it. It's like there's more fun when you do that. Um Sure. And it, it, it's just it is fun uh-huh. and it's fun to see I mean it's thrilling to see what happens when okay let's throw Bella and Öslem together and see what happens oh this <laughs> happens who would have known it's like you get Bella is your wife it's like who would have known Öslem right <laughs> <laughs> but
3: sometimes I want to be Muslim. actually I don't want to be his wife yeah. I think he can be Just a role don't model give a damn. for
4: sure.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, Aslam. Speaking of your laundry room, there is not very much not giving a damn right there. <laughs>
2: yeah. But that is, I do that for myself. I don't do that for her. That, that is my, my time, my space and, and my, my Zen mode. So I had to like sort of decorate, not decorated, uh, build it up from scratch the way I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And she was not involved at all, which was nice because she was like, "Why do you spend money on this?" And like, oh, why? What money? Is t- we have money to spend. Why not? And a mm. lot of people second of it. So for- yeah. <laughs> and so, so that's my moment. It, I, I don't do it to be part of the household. It's, I love doing it because it, it gives me that relaxation. For every sock I fold, something just drips down my shoulders in a way.
3: That's a lovely mm. way. Mm.
2: Yeah, I, I think so too. For sure. But you know, Bella, just don't give less, care less.
0: <laughs> great advice, great right advice, less. Or
1: care more about <laughs> the things that you care about yeah. because that's what you're, that's what you're actually role modeling, yeah. Islam. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. You care about the laundry so that you, you've cared more about it because you care about it. Which then makes you drop your shoulders even more when you stand there and and enjoy your great lighting and lovely tiles, um, yeah.
2: but but also, doesn't that always have to dance the way you want to dance? Hmm. As long as you dance, and 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 you know, like that is one of the takeaways I have with 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 my relationship is we. We can still dance, but we can dance a different way. Sometimes we dance solo, sometimes we dance together, but we just dance. but it's if one of us stops, stops dancing, that's when you mm. should get worried. But, yeah. but don't focus on the way the other person dances because why mm. they, they want to move the, the, the way they want to move to the music. I want to move mm. the way on, move to the music
3: what what becomes really beautiful is when you sort of are able to incorporate the way the other person dances and make your own self expressive steps yeah. within around that mm. and that's i am happy to have experienced that in my life as well until it stopped being that way that was how it was mm. and that's the beauty of it mm. because we all live in a society and we all live interactively and that's how we thrive yeah and so um yeah, yeah, just that beauty of how dancing with another person changes your own dance is actually fascinating. And I think it sort of is the same as what you talked about with the Meandering Conversations, Helena, where how did we start at A and got to Z, and what route did we take? Right. And there was Room for both of us to stir the conversation. And today it was room for fo- all four of us to stir it. Yeah. And it was so much fun to see where we, where we meandered. <laughs> for sure. And I think that's the biggest value of what you have created here. Mm.
4: Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I think we
0: should start rounding off. I, I have one more one more question um, for you guys, and it's you've the all the both of the three of you have touched on it, um, <laughs> but it's it's if then, or rather mentioning one or two things. Uh, what do you bring with you from having had these conversations? What's a nugget? What's what's a skill? A feeling? Uh, a reminder? That you bring bring from from these conversations? Can
3: I go first? Yeah, that was actually something new to me that I had not experienced. I am a violinist, so I know how my violin sounds when it's under my ear, as well as how it sounds when it's recorded, which is different. Mm. But I didn't know how my voice sounds when I hear it inside and how it sounds when I hear it outside. And that was a big lesson. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: I found myself hearing very clearly. How the quality of my voice changes when I have a feeling of conflict or when I have a feeling of tension, as opposed to when I'm just kind of having a conversation. And it might seem like something very mechanical or technical, but I think it spoke of a much bigger picture for me. And it was a cool way of sort of introspection for me. And I think I wasn't as aware of how my voice carried through and how the quality of my tone of voice influenced what I was saying to others when I am not in a recorded conversation that I cannot hear. And I'm really glad that I got this chance because I wasn't going to just record myself talking or singing ever. (laughs) So this was an opportunity to experience this part of me that I wouldn't have otherwise. And I definitely can see myself benefiting and taking that in as something I'll carry with me. Mm -hmm. Have you listened to all of the conversations, Bella? Nope. Um, I've listened to the first two, not for the last, well, I don't know no. if the
1: last one is even up yet, but it's not up yet. It's not when we're recording this, but yeah. it will be in two But
3: weeks. I know where to find them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, for me, um, I've become less humble. <laughs> what I, what I mean by that is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> What I mean by that is like when, when I've had spoken to friends and and they always said like it's it's really cool to talk to you. It, it's different to talk to you. I never understood that in a way, uh, because I said this is nothing. This is me. What what's what's so impressive about it in a way? And then when I wanted to talk to Helena and you said I really really want to have some conversations with them. Like, where does this come from? So by get, getting a chance to listen to myself, I sort of understood a little bit of what other people mean. I got a little bit glimpse of what other people mean when they say um, that I'm nice to talk to or, or that it's it's different to talk to me than to talk to someone else. I suddenly got a glimpse of that and, and understood um, that I'm pretty good at it, which will give me the confidence of doing it more and with other people in a way. So that's what I mean when I said I'm less humble because I never understood what other people talk about. Like, yeah, you say that to <laughs> everyone, uh, you, you, you don't mean that in a way. But now I sort of get a little glimpse of what they actually mean. And it's, it's one of my proud powers that I really want to use even more uh, in a way, just by listening to myself and thinking, wow, that, that is not that bad. Um, it's not that ordinary uh, in a way. So I, I will take that with me. I hope you understand what I mean mm-hmm. with, with that and saying we're being, being less, less humble in, in a way. Uh, but also the importance of like we talked about before, just slow it down. In this fast-paced, fast paced world, that has been one of the good things about the pandemic because a lot of people understood what, it, what, what slowing down is, get forced to slow down. Um, so there's always something good coming with something bad. I think that's, that's basically it slowing down, having conversations without having an agenda, just talking. Uh, it was such a relief and, and just letting it take you wherever it took you. In a way, those two things uh, less humble and slowing down. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: Have
1: you listened to to uh, the podcast Islam? Have you listened to your episodes? The first two. First two. Okay. You I both have this. some homework.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah, I have other homework as well. I know, but yeah, but it's definitely on my list to listen to them. And and the thing was, I can re- re- reveal this as well. Like when I did the first one before listening to it, I was like, I hope no one listens to this. That's no, that no knows me? And then after listening to the first one, I just sent out, "Hey, listen to this. I'm in a podcast. You should listen to this. Like, I was like, I was sort Great. of like, could advertise it with with with, with conscious, but. It, before I listened to it, I was like, I hope no one that knows will listen to this. I will not tell any soul mm-hmm. and then just, just changed after I listened to it. Like, well, this is, this is listenable
1: yeah. uh, in and, a way. And it's, it's interesting that thing, because there are so, there are so many podcasters also who say, oh, I never listen to my own podcast. I don't ever want to listen to it. Uh, I don't ever want to listen to myself if I'm guest podding with somebody else either It's like, and, and I think. Both of you have actually proven part of the points of why it's a good idea to listen to yourself because you learn about yourself. You yeah. learn about yourself and you hear the interaction in a way that you can't when you're in it. Um, yeah. You get to hear your voice. You get to hear what, you know, I do this thing where I pause and I look up in, to the left corner. When I'm thinking, it's like okay, that comes across in video, of course, but it also comes across when I'm just listening to the post. I can hear myself thinking, um, which I I like that. So uh, whenever I hear people say that, oh no, I would never want to listen to myself, it's like do, actually do take the take the time to to do that because something happens or something can happen. Yeah. Well, you, you get to know yourself
2: much better. Yeah. In a way. <laughs> oh, sorry.
0: Mm. Let's well, see. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think for sure that, that's one of the things that happened to me when, when I started listening to, to my own podcasts, um, getting to know me in a, in, in a different way. It was quite profound.
3: Seeing ourselves from the outside.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
3: I think I have to run because I have to wake up a teenager (laughs) from a slumber. Have fun doing so. Oh, yes. (laughs) Ever to joy everything. And
2: before Caspian, I would love to listen to your podcast on how it is to move in with someone. That would be a great content.
0: <laughs> it's it's going to be a couple of years in the making. Uh but for sure, I'll I'll try to document it as as thoroughly as possible. Oh, that
2: would be so cool.
1: Yeah, that's actually a good idea. Uh, might yeah. might turn into a, a somewhat a sticky a sticky podcast if uh if if not both parties are involved or uh okay with it. Just um,
2: recorded, they release it years later.
1: <laughs> possibly, possibly. Yeah. For well sure. I well, wanna we'll just say... record
0: it and send it to Aslan.
1: Oh you can do that. You, you can do that. Private book li- feed. I'll listen
2: to exactly. it while I'm in the laundry room. Perfect.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanna say thank you to both of you for, for wanting to play with me and dance with me.
3: Well thank you. Uh, Thanks for been, inviting
1: me. It's been great fun. And me and Uslan, we still haven't managed to get that improv thing going. So
2: How? Who would have thought the improv community was so less non-improv?
1: It's so fascinating. We've been trying to get to improv here in Malmo. They everybody says no. You have to take a ten-week course before you can come to our improv. Okay.
2: Yeah, either they're wrong. That doesn't make sense. Either they're wrong or we're so naive.
0: I think you're very naive. I'm sorry to say, but you guys, it's. I mean, improv doesn't mean no preparation. It just means
1: yeah, but they doing don't even say, "Come here structured... and watch us. Come here and, and see what it is." It's like I don't even what know you... if I would like to do a ten week course. Well, what, that's what what you you're have doing to
2: right do. now. Caspian is telling us to do the hand dishing rather than organizing the dishwasher. That's what you're doing right now.
0: I mean I, I prefer doing hand, hand wash dishes so so yeah I'm I'm fine with that.
4: <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, right, well it's been a total pleasure both to have those conversations with you and also to meet you, Aslam and Caspian. And thank yeah. you for your time. This is this has been really lovely.
1: Yeah.
0: Thank
4: you. Thank
3: you
1: guys. Well right. so Bye-bye. See care. you around. Definitely. See you
0: around. Bye. Bye, guys.
1: Take care. I collect interesting people. I connect to interesting people and I relate to interesting people oh but I'm not interesting maybe you think but honestly quite a lot of people are interesting maybe Caspian wouldn't agree with me but uh, we've had conversations about that but I do find many people interesting Uh, and Everybody who I have on these um, podcasts, of course, I find interesting. Otherwise, it would be a bore to spend five conversations with them. And it isn't. It's always rich and rewarding. And I do. I do believe that the beyond community monthly meetups Those conversations are a lot like this pod, only with a few more people involved. So if you feel like dipping your toe (sighs) into this world of Tankespian, check out the Patreon Patreon community or the Tankespian community on Patreon. You can find it on patreon.com slash tankespian or you can find it on tankespian.com Uh, under community click there and you'll find a link to to the patreon page i would love to see you there and with that i say goodbye